Hello, my friends, and welcome to the More You Know podcast. This is Noelle Ames speaking, and today I'm going to dive into my decision to delete all social media. So on May 1st, I have decided that I will be done forever with all social media platforms. Now, I want to start off with saying that I don't think that I'm better than anyone. I don't think that I'm more enlightened than anyone because I'm making this decision. I don't want you to think that I'm shaming anyone that has social media. I want you to hear that I'm making this podcast to explain the fact that this is my experience with social media and the way it's influenced my life. And that can be entirely different for you, right? You can have a perfectly healthy relationship with social media and you can keep those platforms and be just fine. For me, I know that that's not my reality. And so I wanted to just go into detail as to what led me here. And yeah, I just wanted to start off with saying like, I'm not thinking that I'm just this righteous human being for deleting these. I do think that they are the most obvious and necessary next step for me to get to where I want to go, which is fully present in my life without distractions and like you know these not so good coping mechanisms and all that stuff like I'm very very passionate about living the most present life I possibly can and so yeah this is the next step that I need to take Um, also I want you to know that I have sat on this decision I like to make decisions off of my intuition and like spur of the moment and go with my gut. But I have lately kind of told myself, yes, you can follow those intuitions and that gut feeling, but why not take like an extra few breaths to just to really sit with that decision? You can still make that decision just because you're taking a little bit more time to digest it doesn't mean that it's not as potent and powerful, Um, but I have sat with this decision because there are positive things about Instagram and social media that I had to make sure I wasn't letting go of something that um, I may have needed or may need in the future. And so um, I have really sat with this decision. And what it comes down to is that I made a pros and cons list and, you know, like the cons just outweighed the pros. Um, And honestly, the pros that I feel like I would be missing out on, and I'm like making quotation marks with my hands, um, are really things that I can find and, and, and implement into my real life. And then I feel like I really wouldn't be missing out on anything. Um, And if And in reality, I feel like I'm missing out right now because I'm not doing those things in real life. And I'm kind of using Instagram as this superficial way of filling those voids that I need to fill like in my real life. Now, I'm going to get into detail on that, but I have a lot to say about this. So first off, I am just kind of fed up with social media, Uh, the way that it's it's turned into this very unattainable, picture-perfect, filtered, opinionated, like just aggressive (laughs) platform. And you know what? Someone can say, and I've said this before, like, you know what? Okay, just acknowledge it for what it is and then set boundaries around that, right? Like you see a picture on Instagram and it's 
perfect and her body's perfect her skin's perfect her lips are plump like everything that you've ever seen in beauty is all there um but just have the you know self-awareness or the awareness to say that's not real and that's you know filtered and this is a picture perfect moment of her life that isn't always picture perfect you know what like I can try to do that but like I'm also not invincible and what I've noticed is that just because I do have the awareness and I do have the knowledge that that isn't real or reality or you know reality as it operates in real life no one is perfect looking all of the time just because I can know that doesn't mean that I can personally that I can make sure that that's not affecting me you know what I mean like I'm not I just like to say I'm not invincible I know that Instagram is a perfect highlight reel it's not reality But that doesn't keep me from going on there and comparing it to my reality. It's just the way that I am. And I think a lot of us are. It's it's what my subconscious mind craves. It wants to compare like ruthlessly to this unattainable standard that literally cannot be accomplished in real life 24-7. And so... I mean, and it just does this in so it's not even just looks, right? It's in our productivity, you know, who's doing the most, who's getting the farthest, who has the most things or the best things or, you know, and like, I mean, I hope you've watched The Social Dilemma by now on Netflix, but it's proven now that like businesses are capitalizing on our insecurities, right? It's not like, again, I'm not invincible, This technology was created to continue to take my attention out of the present moment. That's what it's made for, right? As soon as I go off the app, there's notifications trying to pull me back into the app. And they're capitalizing on my insecurities that are just part of me being human. And of course, again, I'm not invincible. So I'm going to slide right back in there and become a victim to this machine that really doesn't care a whole lot about me other than if I'm going to give them my attention or give them my money. And so what I've realized is that the beast, the monster social media is just too strong for me to, to set clear boundaries and hold them. And so for me, that means that it's kind of like an all or nothing thing. It's it's do you want to live this life being in the grip of something that's going to control your attention and your money and your thoughts and your emotions and your feelings and your your healing or are you going to you gonna cut it off, you know? Say like, "Hey, this isn't serving me anymore and it's not how I want to feel. It's not how I want to live and therefore I have to set an even clearer boundary, draw the line in the sand and say, enough's enough." I'm done, right? And oh, it's been difficult because obviously this isn't the social norm right now. Like it's I'm going to be the weirdo without social media. I don't know anyone without social media platforms. I guess I know one person, but I think they have one social media platform and they kind of just don't really go on it. I don't know anyone that doesn't have like anything online. And so I'm sure obviously there's tons of people out there, I hope. Um, But in my life, that's not the norm. So I obviously was like, this is going to be weird. This is going to be hard, but it's so necessary. 
and I've just sat on it. And the more I sit on it, the more I'm pulled to just let go. And so, you know what? I just want to talk first about like what I've gained through the platform. I'm not here to say like it's not given me anything that's been positive. I've grown so much. If you've followed me through any chapters of me being on Instagram, you know that I am so different than I was a year ago, two years ago, four years ago. Um, When I first started Instagram, like I have gone through a huge evolution and I would say that a lot of it has come from little things that I have found through Instagram. So I found some amazing friendships. Um, Like I said, I um, was running a business. So I learned that uh, about entrepreneurship. I learned about, you know, advertising and, and kind of being your own spokesperson. And, and I really got that confidence that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm able to do that. Like I have the ability to organize my life and my business in a way that's profitable and sustainable and all of those things. Um, although it didn't serve me that particular business model, um, like I know now that I can be an entrepreneur if I want to be, um, and I know what the steps are to make that happen. Um, I also got a Lululemon ambassadorship, which I definitely do not think would have happened if it weren't for Instagram. Um, because the person that, that, um, acknowledged me was on Instagram. So, um, that's amazing. Lululemon is the most outstanding business I've ever been linked to. Um, they actually do care about the person behind the money. They do care about the person behind the product. Uh, they have amazing different things going on for their employees. Like, I, I feel like I'll work for Lululemon sometime in the future just because of everything that they stand for is everything that I believe in. And the way they treat their community, the way they treat their employees, the way they treat, like, I can't say anything bad about Lululemon. So I am so grateful for that opportunity. The last two years, I've been an ambassador for them and actually um, this May will be my last month. So that is why I waited until May because um, I wanted to make sure I fulfilled um, all of their intentions for me. And so, uh, yeah, so those are some things I've gained. Um, But I also had to ask myself, okay, what what am I going to lose? And you guys, I honestly couldn't really come up with anything that was like positive, right? Like, I'm going to lose the false idea of reality. I'm going to lose this constant need and wanting for things I don't need. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like every single social media or not every single, but majority of, you know, influencers or people that I even resonate with are selling something, right? They've all become these these independent businesses or advertisers and, you know, businesses realize that we don't love the corporation model anymore. So now they're going to the people that we in lo- we love and adore and giving them the products to sell so that now we're like, well, if they do it, then we should do it, right? And so what that's done in me is is caused this this wanting for things that like, if I wasn't on social media, I wouldn't think, oh yeah, I need that, you know? And like, so do I really need it? No, I just want it because it's being thrown in my face. The algorithm knows I'm weak. (laughs) And so, you know, there's this stress, this conflict of like, 
of wanting that wouldn't be there if I didn't have social media. If I was just living my daily life, none of those things would be like jumping out at me on my walk down the down the street like, hey, buy this, you know. Um, but now we just have so much being thrown in our faces every single day. And, and it's like it's like fatigue. It's energy fatigue. I personally believe that every time I go on Instagram, I am being depleted of vital energy, right? If, if I'm saying to myself, okay, it's worth going on Instagram. So go on Instagram, Noel, and I'll go on Instagram for an hour. And like I say, or 30 minutes or whatever it is. And I say to myself, you know, hold those boundaries, be strong. It's like, why am I doing this to myself? I know when I go on there, I'm going to be constantly wanting. That's going to take a lot of my energy to say no, no, no to all these things that I don't need but want. Um, I'm going to have to also be in my mind making sure that I'm not comparing to this false idea of reality. So I'm going to constantly have to be like, you know what, this is a beautiful picture or this is a beautiful vacation or this is a beautiful family, but just know that you don't know all the information, you don't know the whole story, you know? And so like that takes a lot of energy. So what am I really getting out of this? You know, like what, what, you know, I'm coming out of the app just depleted of energy. And I mean, if you've been following me, you know that I, I decided to leave the business that I was that I was in before, and I decided that when when I realized that I was going to be bringing another life into this world and Rogi, and so he kind of like he really awakened me in a lot of these ways because like first off, I don't want to model something that I don't want him doing right. I don't want to say something and do something else, right? I want to be the model in which I want him to operate in the world. I want him to just have to look at me and be like, okay, that's how you do it. Not, hey, I'm doing it like this, but like, don't do it like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I wasn't, I wasn't resonating with the business I was working anymore. And so I had to cut it off. It was like, okay, yeah, you've been pretending like this is okay for so long, but like, it just became so obvious that like I can't live a life that I'm not proud of because another life is going to be looking at my life and living their life based off of that. Or at least, you know, I mean, a lot of a lot of children's lives are are based off of what they see in their parental figures. And so I just couldn't do it. Like I literally couldn't possibly do it. Like every single part of my soul was like not happening. This can't happen. And so I would say Rogan Walker Ames has also done the same thing for me in this aspect, but more so like I don't have a lot of time, right? A lot of my time is accounted for now that I have a child. Um, I am, you know, taking a lot of the time that I used to spend on, you know, self-love activities like reading and meditation and yoga and all that stuff like is now being devoted to this tiny human and so all of the time that I used to waste going on social media platforms is now like even less enticing because I'm like, well, you know, it's again, the pros and cons. Like, do I want to spend an hour mindlessly scrolling on Instagram, like literally putting toxins into my body through all of the thoughts and feelings and messaging and all that stuff I've already talked about? Or do I want to spend this hour of my day taking a bubble bath, reading a book, 
meditating, doing yoga, watching a TED, you know, like it just doesn't even make sense anymore. And I wish that it wouldn't have taken Rogan to awaken this inside of me, but I know that I was sent him because I know that like, I know we teach our kids a lot, but I'm convinced that like our kids come into our lives to teach us way more than we'll ever teach them just by being they don't even have obviously say anything. He hasn't said a word yet. So <laughs> it's not like he's like this prophet. But you know what I mean? Like they are just, they are the biggest teachers that we could ever have. And they just level up our lives in a way where we just have to look at everything that we're doing and say like, okay, would I, would I want this for someone else? And I think that's like really profound. And I don't think you have to wait to have a kid or ever have a kid for that to happen. So what I was saying is I wish I would have done this and had the will and the self-love and confidence to do this a long time ago. But Rogan came into my life and it's kind of now just like so obvious I can't not look at it. You know what I mean? So yeah. (laughs) Another thing I really struggled with was something that Ryan pointed out to me and he's like, he's never really been like super stoked about Instagram. He's never like cared if I'm on it, but you know, he's not always, he's not on Instagram. He's barely on Instagram and it's not like, he doesn't use it the way that I do. And he pointed out, he's like, isn't it kind of weird that like every perfect moment or the best moments in your life are the ones you want to document and share on Instagram? And meaning that, Every single good, not every single, but a lot of the good moments that you're having in your life, instead of just sitting in them and fully experiencing them with all your five senses and being fully present and immersed and enjoying it and soaking it in, in the real time, real life reality, instead of doing that, every good moment we have, we're thinking it's more important to share this with someone else, meaning I'm going to stop check out of this moment, take a picture of it, take a video of it, post about it so that someone else can experience this moment. Meaning like we're literally stealing all of our like beautiful moments in life because of what, right? Because we think it's more important that someone else sees it. You know, I feel like that's what causes a lot of like sadness and depression and, you know, feeling unfulfilled because like literally every moment that's good you're like, well, got to doc, you know, I don't believe that you can document something and be fully present in it. I think they're two separate things. I feel like you are present documenting it, but you're not present in it when you're documenting it. Does that make sense? Like, I think people who take photos for their profession can be fully present in taking photos in that moment of taking photos. And I think that's a beautiful thing, but that's not my profession. And so therefore, I, I don't get that same fulfillment that they do. You know what I mean? Because um, I am not taking professional photos. That's not my job. That's not my purpose. My purpose is living my life. And so when I take a moment to document it, I am simply saying, okay, I my like life isn't worth living right now because it's more important for me to share this with someone else. You know what I mean? So like all of the good moments, I'm pretty much like, just throwing in the trash, essentially, or throwing in your trash. <laughs> okay. Um, another thing that was pointed out to me was like, okay, well, I think I had this realization. I was like, okay, 
So I kind of love doing this. Like, I think we all kind of do this or heard, have heard of this at some point in our lives. But, you know, you, you go to the end of your life and you look back and you say, man, I'm so glad I spent all of that time looking at that screen. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, would you actually say that? You know, like, I think I would look back on my life and freaking freak out because I would see myself in all of these good moments, pulling out my phone, being this freaking like going in a spaceship almost, you know, like I'm in a drone now looking down at my life that's happening, deciding not to live it. Like I literally would get to the end of my life and be like, well, shoot, I didn't live any of it because I was too busy documenting it. And at the end of my life, you guys, like, what? People are going to maybe look at those pictures for like a little while. Maybe my loved ones will look at them for a while, but I can still take pictures. You know, it's not like that has to be like a not a thing that I do, but taking the time to do it so often and post about it and constantly be plugged into social media and trying to portray it to other people and explain it to other people and Like, I would literally get to the end of my life and I would look at my life and say, wow, you forgot to live your life. You forgot to, like, just do the one thing you were being asked to do and that was just, like, live your life. Like, be fully present in what was happening right in front of you. And instead of doing that, you decided anytime things felt good, you were going to check out of your life and document it. And for what, right? It's not like you get to the end of your life and they're like, wow, you have the best photo album out of everyone here. Congrats. You know, like, no. And I'm probably going to look back at those memories and not even remember them because I wasn't even there. You know what I mean? Like, that is, that'll shake you up right there. Because no one's going to, like I said, I just can't get over this. It's like, no one's going to applaud you at the end of your life. Like, wow, you're... Wow, 10,000 followers. (laughs) Look at you. You really did something. Or, you know, like, wow, you you captured every single little moment on a video camera. You didn't you didn't capture it in your heart or in your in your feel, you know, in touch or smell or you didn't you use your senses that you were given, you know, like when you were born onto this earth, but like you used that that phone of yours. Wow. Look at you. You know? And like truly like when I do I have been trying. I did I did try the little I am sure a lot of you are like, "Girl, like why do you have to be like all or nothing?" You know, like why can't I've already kind of talked about this, but my boundaries, but like I've tried the like, "Okay, I'm only going to be on it sometimes and I'm only going to be on it when I can be fully present or I am going to delete it off my phone. I'm only going to use it once a day. I've tried everything, you guys. I've literally tried everything. And so I've discovered for myself that this is an all or nothing thing. Like I have to either decide I'm just going to be on social media and that's my life or I'm not going to be on social media and that's my life. I don't have the energy at this point in my life to set those boundaries when I could just delete it and not have to even be enticed, right? I don't have to like fight that urge. I can just like not have the urge anymore, you know? And then what I've decided for myself is that when I, I'm obviously, 
I think majority of us are addicted. I don't think we like to admit it because like who wants to have an addiction? But like you guys, we spend way too much time on our phones. And that's just like the way society is right now. Like you have to consciously decide otherwise. I think the the inherent way of living right now like the the norm is to be on your phone a lot of the time like you will sit down at a restaurant and it's not weird anymore for someone to be on their phone or you'll be in a lobby and it's not weird if everyone is on their phone no one's making eye tack eye contact or talking so it's become the social norm so i've been practicing this long story short i've been i've been kind of dabbling with this right and taking, you know, setting some boundaries and trying to take the time to be in my life more and, and not be on social media. And what I've realized is that it is weird. Like, we are addicted. So, or at least I'm going to speak for myself. I am addicted. I will be honest. Um, and therefore, when I don't use the app, I do have the urge to go on it, right? And so then when I have the urge like for over the like last year I've been like okay you're not like you're not going on it so what are you going to do now and what I've realized is that because the norm now is that everyone is on their phone it almost is like uncomfortable not to be like I almost just want to pull out my phone and not even do anything on it rather than sit there no phone out and just be right especially the lobby thing so like I was pregnant and so then I was I was using every time I went into to the hospital's lobby as like an exercise. I was like, okay, so I'm I'm you are not allowed to use your phone until you leave this building. And so I'd go into the lobby and I'd sit down and I would look around. Every single person had their head in their phone, which I mean, like I said, it's normal now. Like that's the norm. And I'm the one, I am the one that felt so uncomfortable, awkward, and weird. Like, I was like, this used to be the opposite way around. Before we became addicted, before we unconsciously just gave our lives over to technology and social media platforms and this virtual reality, before we did that, it was weird if you were on your phone in a social interaction like that, right? Like, back in the day, people were actually like talking in lobbies. Like people were in the elevator and they were like having a quick convo, right? Like people were at the grocery store and they were like talking to the people in the aisles and like, you know, like all those in-between moments like that we now are like feel the urge to pull out our phone. Those used to be times to connect. Those used to be times where we actually filled our cup of connection and community and belonging and like relationship. No wonder we're sad and sick and depressed. Like we don't get those little, little, little pieces that we need. Like those are missing pieces in our lives. Like we are made to connect. We are made for connection. Like, that is why we're here. We're here to connect with other human beings. There wouldn't be a billion, 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 billion people on this planet if it weren't for the fact that we are made for each other. We're made to interact and connect and have relationships and and communities. And I think a lot of that has been lost because instead of having that connection, we 
cope or dissociate or just kind of like check out by just going and looking at our phone instead. And so I'm really excited to to delete Instagram and it's my last social media pl- platform so I won't have any social media and use those urges as triggers to get more present. Instead of diving into my phone, instead of letting the awkwardness or the uncomfortability make me dissociate or check out, I want to check in, right? So that's been, that's going to be my mantra. And I know probably you guys like rolling your eyes or whatever. You're like, she's like lost it. (laughs) But I think this is, this is it. I think this is going to be so good for me. Um, but every time I feel the urge to, to check out, I'm going to say, you know what? Okay. This is what you're trying to do. You're trying to check out. It's time to check in. What can you do to get more fully present in this moment? Maybe that means starting a conversation, being vulnerable and starting a conversation with someone that's looking into their phone. Maybe it's, you know, going and meditating. Maybe it's going and doing some yoga. Maybe it's diving into a book. Maybe it's watching a TED talk on something I'm interested in. Maybe it's cooking, learning more about nutrition. Maybe it's finding something to get closer to the community, you know, joining a, a, a group or something. Um, maybe it's like going to bed earlier, like not being on my phone as much. Like I can imagine I'm going to be sleeping so much better because I mean, it's been proven that our our bodies are woke up in the morning by our screens. The first thing that, that you know, you typically do unless you're deliberately not or trying not to is you're being just bombarded with way too, inform- too much information first thing in the morning. Someone told me, I, I, I can't remember who it was, but someone was like, there's been no time in reality where you've had you know, thousands of people in your bedroom as soon as you open your eyes. But essentially, that's what you're doing when you open your Instagram first thing in the morning, right? You're, you're allowing thousands, if not hundreds of thousands people in your now, because we have that explore page, you can really find anything and everyone. Um, you're allowing that many voices, that many messages, that many eyeballs, that many storylines, like you're allowing all of that. That's like having thousands of people just standing around your bed as soon as you open your eyes. Like if you think about that, that's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. So that's going to probably not keep you sleeping as long as you should. And then before bed, um, there's studies obviously out there that, that show that the, the light from your phone, it just really messes up your circadian rhythm, which is the rhythm of your body telling you to sleep and when to sleep and putting you to sleep. Um, and so I'm, I'm imagining that my sleep is going to be just a lot better. Um, I'm going to dive more into therapy. So whenever I have, you know, these urges, not that I'm always going to be like, Oh, yep. Got to go to therapy, but I'm going to be able to bring up these different things that go on inside of me when I do have these urges into therapy. So I can imagine my therapy is going to be a lot deeper and more profound and more, I'm going to learn so much more because I'm not going to have all these distractions and I'm going to really have to sit with my feelings and emotions and, and, you know, I don't know, my communication is going to get so much better. You guys, I am so bad at small talk. I love talking deep. 
I love talking deep, but there's a place for small talk there, like in the lobbies, in the, um, you know, elevators, all those in between moments. I want to get better at that because yes, it's small talk, but it still can really transform someone's day, you know, like sharing a positive or like sharing humor or just something like lighthearted in those in-between moments can totally shift someone else's day and inherently shift mine if I'm the one sharing it, right? So that was a lot. (laughs) But I'm excited. I'm excited. I I know it's going to be hard. Like I said, society's doing the opposite. Majority of people on the planet are doing the opposite. I'm going to be the weirdo that doesn't even have the option to look at their phone. I don't really text either. I don't really like use my phone other than social media. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be different, but I'm so excited because there are some things in my life that are really lacking right now. Like for example, um, I don't really have a best friend right now. Um, like in my, I have best friends, but you know, I don't have one in my, in my town or like nearby enough where like I can feel and get fueled by that interaction. I also don't really feel I'm like, I'm really connected to a community or, you know, like I need more connection. I know that I am lacking connection in all these different areas of my life. And I know that superficially, Instagram has filled that void. And so, like I said, when I've done the exercise of doing less social media, I have, it's, it's been scary, right? It's been uncomfortable because all of a sudden, this artificial thing that's been keeping me from realizing that I do lack in connection is no longer there. And then I'm, ha- I'm stuck with like dealing with it, right? I'm stuck with like sitting with the emotion and then figuring out, oh, like, I actually got to do something about this. Like, I have to take action on this because this isn't, this isn't good, right? Um, there's, like, a study out there that proves, like, chronic loneliness actually is just as bad as smoking cigarettes. So, this is serious, right? And I, again, I think some people are probably laughing at me, but I don't think I'm the weird one. I think when you don't take the time to look at this and see its effects on your life, I'm not calling you weird, but I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm any weirder for doing it, right? Like, I think that we all should at least acknowledge that we have a relationship with this virtual world that isn't real. And is it healthy? Is it bringing you closer to where you want to be or the way that you want to live? You know, like I said, that's your decision to make. I'm not saying that everyone needs to delete all of their social media. Like, that's not what I'm here to say. I'm here to say that's what's true for me and what I need to do. But I think all of us could benefit from at least acknowledging it and having the conversation with ourselves. Is this benefiting my life? Are there some boundaries that are being blurred? Am I spending more time on this app than I want to? Am I being influenced by this app in ways that aren't benefiting me. Um, You know, like it's when Instagram first came out and like social media first came out, they were just like lighthearted. They were, you know, they didn't have the advertising and all the money behind it and marketing and business. Like it was just a social app, but that's just not the way it is anymore. Like there's so many different players on these apps that, you're being influenced by whether you know it or not. And I think 
Like I said, it's just, if you get anything from this, know that I'm not judging you. And I don't want you to really judge yourself. I don't think there's that that much growth that can happen from that. I don't want shame or any of that. I just want you to like at least take a moment to ask yourself these questions. Like, do I want to spend majority of my life with my head in my phone? Or do I want to like experience this life that's actually happening right in front of me? Because you can't do both. I'm convinced you just can't. You can't be looking at your phone and also absorbing what's going on around you, right? You all know that person that's at dinner and they're looking at their phone and you're like, well, this has been good, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Glad that we got together, right? It's like you feel, you feel like, wow, they're not even here, you know? And, And it's like, okay, so you can judge that person, but essentially if you're not paying attention, you're doing the same thing. Right, You may not be doing it when other people are around, but you're doing it when other people aren't around, and so therefore you're doing it to yourself. It all comes back to that relationship with yourself too. Like I'm about to end, I promise, this has been long, but it all comes back to valuing time with yourself. And so, yes, just like we get mad at that person at the dinner table that's looking at their phone and not paying attention to us or having a conversation with us and wasting our time, you're doing the same thing when you do that when you're alone, right? When you say, you know what, like I'd rather be fully disconnected and unconscious and just like go on my phone than spend time with me. I know it's a weird concept, but you have a relationship with yourself. You and yourself, two. There's two of you. You can have a relationship with yourself and when you're choosing to use all of your time with yourself to disconnect think about how you actually feel about yourself right the person that's looking at their phone how do you feel when they do that you feel like they don't value you you feel like they'd rather rather spend time somewhere else than spend it with you so you're saying that same narrative to yourself every time you do that when you're alone right So I don't know. I just had to put that out there. So I'm deleting social media. May 1st, I'll be gone. I will have my podcast. I will be still teaching yoga. Um, If there's like any updates that I feel like you guys need to know about my life, I will definitely bring them onto the podcast. This is going to be my one and only outlet of sharing. Like I said, I love to share. I love to talk. (laughs) <laughs> if you can't tell, um, I think it's something that I am fulfilled by. Like, I do think it's part of my calling. Maybe it manifests into speaking engagements or I don't know. I love to like model still. I love to like, I still love doing a lot of the things that I have been doing through Instagram. So it's not like I'm just going to like stop doing everything that I've been doing. It's just like, I'm not going to take the time to like document everything if that makes sense I'm still gonna be I'm gonna be living more than I was and what you've seen on Instagram because I won't have to take all that time to document it and then all of a sudden get trapped and scroll for freaking ever right so yeah that is my life in a nutshell it's gonna be weird (laughs) it's gonna be uncomfortable but I'm excited for it like I said at the beginning This is the most obvious and necessary step 
for my life to get me to where I want to be, which is living a life full of presence, full of just absorbing everything that's happening right in front of me all of the time, right? No past, no future, no no comparison of people online, no disconnecting by looking at my phone, like none of that. Like just what's happening, I'm here for it. It's literally all I want. <laughs> so I love you guys. I, I also wanted to just take a last moment to just thank you for all of the amazing messages, for all of your guys' support. I do feel like there's a community that I've created on this platform that I'm going to miss dearly. I hope that it continues to manifest in other ways. Maybe we have um, like a virtual yoga event or maybe we actually get together I feel like we're going to get together soon, right? Like uh, everything's starting to open up again. So maybe like, you know, we meet in a park and have a yoga event and actually connect, right? Like I don't think I'm losing anything here because I think what's going to come out of this is more connection, right? Instead of videotaping my my meals for all of you to see, I'm going to have you guys in my kitchen, you know, hanging out with me, actually becoming friends and enjoying the meal together. Instead of, you know, filming my yoga classes, I'm gonna, you know, host a yoga class for you to come and experience in real life. And you know what I mean? Like all the things that I've been videotaping that I've been filling this void virtually with, I want to bring into my real life. And so I'll make sure that you guys, you guys are filled in on that um, on the podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you all. And I hope that you got something out of this. And yeah, I hope you have a great day. Bye.